What's up, everybody? It's Alexis. And Haley. And you're listening to your favorite podcast, whatever. And never. Amen. <laughs> oh, goodness. We got a good one. Oh, my God. This is like, I have been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this, too. I've been waiting for this, too. And I think this is going to be a journey. Oh, a don't stop believing journey. Yeah, like <laughs> all the way. All the way. All the way. A Joe Perry type of journey. <laughs> Steve Perry. St- Joe Perry Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Disney World <laughs> roller coaster, which is a real thing. I really like that roller coaster, the rock and roller coaster. I have been wanting to go on that roller coaster for a long time. I haven't yet. It goes upside down. Then I probably shouldn't get on there. <laughs> vertigo kind of runs in my family. Um, Imagine getting vertigo on a roller coaster. Yeah, no thanks. Um, so, I mean, this is episode number three. Yeah, episode number three, guys. Uno, dos, tres. tres. Catorce. <laughs> All right, you two. That, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, this isn't a YouTube podcast. <laughs> so uh, we are here to talk about the, I think this is probably the, the most awkward moment in country music history. Yeah. I, and I say that with full-blown confidence. Oh, I here's the deal. Like, this moment... This moment is truly one of the most confusing moments in music history. Absolutely. Not just country. Like, this moment fits the confusing part of our podcast description to a T. Oh, to a T. To a T. Like a Trisha T. A Trisha T. I want you to know I was thinking the same joke. <laughs> and then I stopped myself. I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, leave it to me to just say it. Uh, now we're just diving in for fun times <laughs> on the farm. So, uh, yeah. So this week's episode is... Uh, How do I leave? And who the fuck sang it? Uh, yeah. Who sang that song? Who sang... How, How do, do I, I live? live? <clears throat> we don't know. Well, I think that that isn't answer with many well that is a question with many answers yeah it is also an answer with many many questions absolutely many questions many answers no real definite answer yeah Uh, there's here we are but really there's only two possible answers Mm -hmm. let's just start off by talking about leanne rhymes was 15 years old she was 14 when she recorded oh shit okay she was 14 when she recorded it but I think it would actually be wise to back up a little bit. Okay. And say, the song is a Diane Warren song. And you know what? If you don't know, Diane Warren is a queen. She is the queen. She has had so many cuts. Like, you can't even, you you just keep scrolling. They just Mm -hmm. keep going and going and going. And like, I mean, the biggest ones I can think of off the top of my head are, if I can turn back time, share, uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Aerosmith. Aerosmith. I like how we kind of brought it all back together. Right. Just like a little loop-de-loop. Yeah. Um, but those um, are just like a few. Unbreak My Heart. Unbreak My Heart. By Tony Braxton. I mean, it just, it goes on. And then she's got like some disturbed cuts even. Uh-huh. She wrote like a Travis Tritt song. Yeah. <laughs> like She wrote another song for Trisha. Yeah, she's just, a, she wrote like eight songs for Leanne Rhymes. Yeah. 
she wrote uh the cult song um she wrote that song oh I, I can't think of it off the top of my head but Michael Bolton like it just goes on and on and on with this woman yeah and apparently Diane promised Leanne she, how do I live well she's so Leanne said <laughs> Leanne said that Diane wrote it with her in mind now we don't we she's 15 though 14. she was 14. 14 and you know this song it's it's not a sexual song no but it's sexy it well I wouldn't even say it it's it's mature. <laughs> there are some mature themes. And if you've seen that video, she was feeling. Well, it's, I watched it today. I did too. <laughs> but here's what's, here's the weird thing. I think this might be some sort of Mandela effect. Okay, tell me. Because I thought, <laughs> listeners, tell me if I'm literally the only person out there. Because I really did think this. I thought that I remembered that they both did matching music videos. I remembered that too. And then when I looked it up today, Trisha's in a bar. Yeah, that I didn't. And Leanne's like on a skyscraper with like that, like uh the blue, like the, that, the yeah. steam. Yeah, the steam. And but like she has blonde, blonde hair and the like the lip liner. But she has the most like chaste outfit on. Oh, yeah. Which makes sense. Hence, she's 15. Okay, yeah. But at the same time, it does not make sense for a 15-year-old to, to be, sing this song for this, this particular movie. And, uh, Alexis, why don't <laughs> we tell them what movie this is? Because I want everyone to know, be very, I want everyone to be very conscious. Yeah. The, the fact that this is the film. The film, <laughs> the film. This was the film that you could not get away from. In the year 1997? Every, 1997 was lit. I, you could not, everybody wanted to see this. Everyone was talking about mm -hmm. it. I remember wanting to see it so bad and my parents were like, oh, I don't know. But, mm, my, but, one of my very first memories, vivid, vivid memories, <laughs> was, it was 1997. My family was one of those families that had a, big screen tv out in like the rec room which we call the new room even though it is as old as me um <clears throat> and one of the first movies we watched on this tv is the movie that we are about to talk about and at one point things got a little dicey and they made me go to my bedroom why don't we say it at the same time all right it is none other than con air oh my god like I think about I think about this song and it, it didn't register with me mm -hmm. for a long time mm -hmm. that these two things went hand in hand. Mm -hmm. This movie is insane. Oh, it's it's totally insane. It's batshit crazy. <laughs> um you know, I don't want to get too into this right now. We dedicate our episodes. We dedicate every episode and anyone that knows me personally or even just follows me on Instagram knows what my Instagram handle is. <laughs> so I'm going to not talk very much about this person yet, but Nicolas Cage has on a weave in this film. Oh, yeah, for sure. For He's sure. Also a, a wife beater. A wife beater. His, but, he's, but he's the good guy. But I'm going to tell you, good guys don't wear wife beaters. Well... Good guys don't wear wife beaters <laughs> unless they're Nicolas Cage. 
Oh, Nikki. Oh, Nikki. <laughs> oh, Nick. <laughs> but let me tell you, if there was a father, son, and Holy Spirit of Nick Cage movies, this would be the Holy Spirit. This, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I know what you're going to say. Um, I consider my, well. Wait, the, and this was the summer of Face Off, too. The, the, well, Same I have, year. I have, a, I have a thing. I have a thing. I'm going to say this. Um, I want you to know, first of all, there was a time span of about 12 hours between the time that he stopped filming on Con Air and he started filming on Face Off. <laughs> I want you to keep that in mind. His Caster Troy. I'm Caster Troy. I'm Caster Troy. What a switch up. That what yeah what what diversity that I mean think it but yeah diversity he's playing like Alabama man <laughs> Alabama man with hair blowing in the breeze switch <laughs> to um basically John Travolta <laughs> and then switch to honestly just Nicolas Cage right because well. Castro Troy is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is Castro Troy. Okay, so I'm just going to go back to our, yeah, please, original, please, 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 our please. original thought process. Because if you don't stop me, I will keep going. <laughs> it made more sense for this to be a Trisha moment. It did. It because did. Because she was around that same age. She was... As Nick Cage. You you should... The, the, it just the makes more sense. 15-year-old singing this song. She doesn't sound like she's 15. No. But it is hard to put that out of your mind. Right. And everybody I talk to, when I'm like, all right, so who who do you think sang it? Leanne or Trisha? Or Trisha. They always, always go with fucking Leanne. Well, I actually... I have a bit of a data. A science, some scientific data. Did you take data. a poll? I may have taken an Instagram poll <laughs> on my Instagram page, and oh, we have we have results, ladies and gentlemen. In a somewhat commanding lead of sixty three percent, people said that the the official singer of the song "How Do I Live" is Leanne Rhymes, with Trisha only coming in at thirty seven percent. Okay, and you know what? To me. I really, I loved the Leanne Rhymes version when I was a kid because I was so obsessed with her. Well, she was, she, she was like the main reason why I really started singing mm -hmm. because I saw her on the Disney Channel in a fucking gold jacket mm -hmm. with the palm trees, You're and like, I hey, wanted, she's I wanted to be her. Yeah. But when I when I heard Trisha's version, even as a kid, I was like, this oh. has so much feeling. Yeah. Like she sings with so much heart, mm -hmm. and. I, I'm a, I I vote Trisha. I have to say I vote Trisha too. Mm -hmm. I I I want to say that I heard the versions of the songs about equally as a kid. Mm -hmm. I heard Leanne's single mm -hmm. on like pop radio more. Right, right. But then I heard Trisha's on country radio more. Yeah, and I have. I have some additions. Okay. I have some 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 background. Okay, tell me to this. Tell me. So, Leanne was the one that recorded it first. Right. Leanne was the one that recorded it first. The powers that be at Touchstone Pictures, mm -hmm. whose parent company is Disney, I should add. They she was signed to Curb at the time. That I don't think that has a Disney affiliation. But okay, keep yeah. going, keep going. 
So they they were not vibing very well with the thought of a 14-year-old, 15-year-old being the voice of this song for this, this movie R-rated is. film <laughs> that has some really weird stuff going on. I'm um, into it. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> just thought she was too young. She was too young. So then they bring in Trisha Yearwood. Right. Who, who, who says that she doesn't know. She, mm-hmm. Well, she didn't know mm-hmm. that it was ever recorded before. So did they tell Leanne that she was going to have the movie slot? Because her version is not in the movie. Here's the deal. <laughs> I think they did. And when Leanne's father slash manager finds out that Wilbur Wilbur Rhymes, Rhymes, when Mr. Rhymes finds out what's been going on on the touchstone side of things, Uh he's mad. (laughs) He's mad. I mean, think about it. That's your kid. He's mad and he's like. That's his money. That's his money. He's like, we're making the money off this fucking song. (laughs) And they are like, we're putting it on pop radio. We're putting it on pop radio right mm-hmm. now. Trying to get it out before Trisha's. They are released in the United States on the same day. I remember this. May 27th, 1997. I totally remember this. I... I was seven. I don't remember. Well, it was 1997. Mm-hmm. I would have been four. Mm-hmm. Four was a formative year for me. And yeah, I, see, I was already singing, like, I was yeah. already I was already singing on stage and stages and stuff like that, so. So, yeah, that, I mean, that. I had to sing this fucking song a lot, is what I'm trying to say. Oh. A lot. As with, a kid? With a karaoke track, absolutely. Yes, 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 and another yes, yes. Oh, my. That's something. Oh, it was a, such a crowd pleaser. I'm sure. <laughs> like, oh, we love this seven-year-old singing this oh, song. Oh, yeah. They were like, how do I live? I remember my dad loved that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one, it's one of those songs, like... It's a, it's a classic Diane Warren song. It That's is. That's the deal. And it's that, like, love ballad. People play it at their damn wedding, which I don't really think that's a great song to no, play No, because wedding, it's like... Like, hey, you're leaving me. How am I going to live? Yeah. That's not a good wedding song. Absolutely not. Kind of like if someone is asking, like, hey, I need a good song to dance with my father Mm -hmm. at my wedding, Mm -hmm. too. And someone's like, oh, yeah, just do Daughters by John Mayer. Right. You're like, no, no, just because it has that in the title doesn't mean that's a good idea. Well, the song is actively about women with daddy issues. Me? Me. Us. Con Air Daddy. Con Air Daddy. <laughs> um, no, but like Nick Cage Daddy. I will let you say that. Okay. Just did. There you go. <laughs> All, right. All right. Back to our scheduled programming. Yes. Um, so okay, so they promised Leanne this they, 14, 15, however fucking old she was, this song. They're like, you're in. You're, yeah. And, and then they, they're like, you're out. You're out. And we want Trisha. Do you know why they chose Trisha? Because, you know, she was she was popular at the time. Yeah. And I really well, think it you was. You can't beat, in country, to me personally, mm-hmm. you can't beat Trisha Yearwood's voice. No, you can't. Song Remembers When is like, well, that song is perfect. 
will say anytime her and Garth have done a duet. When another Oh, I freak out because I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Their voices mesh so well together. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. Um, but no, I we we stand Trisha. We stand Trisha. We Trisha. Stand Trisha. Trisha, Trisha is we're here for you. You sang it. She is a tall she's tall. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. She's tall. She is a tall woman. She's a tall woman. She's a, I think she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Okay, so let's see. Back to this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um my my question, mm-hmm. here's my question. So, did they ever have like a feud? Because I would hear that they did, but then there, there's never really anything on the record that anybody no. said anything negatively about each other. No, it that honestly, that is the that would have been for, so taboo at that time. Well, anyways, the, that was what what is most one of the most confusing elements of this for mm-hmm, me is mm-hmm. that it was like no one talked about it. No, no one. It's like same song out at the same time. Same but, song out at the same time. Same. The the production's a little different, but they're in the same key. Well, isn't there like a giant saxophone solo in the Trisha Yearwood version? I don't remember that. There's definitely a sax solo. I don't think there's one in Leanne's. There's not in Leanne's. I can I can guarantee that. I will tell you though, I like Leanne's uh, instrumentation. Yes, better than Trisha's. I think I. You know what? I thought that you were gonna say that. You you knew that. Yeah. I thought I, I felt that coming. <sighs> you know me so well. I do. Um, but yeah, there it wasn't really talked about. Um, it was. I I mean, I remember like being in the car with my with my mom, mm-hmm. and each version would come on within twenty minutes of each other. Yeah. And like, is this the Leanne version? Is this the Trisha version? It it threw you for a loop. It threw you for a loop. Um, a quagmire. Yes, might say. the word of the podcast, <laughs> it threw you into a quagmire. But yeah, it's, I mean, I, I think about this all the time. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, gosh. It could have been so easily avoided. But yeah. it seemed to, here's whose version has sold more though? Leanne's. Leanne's has sold. But that was like her. More prime right that was that was her prime that, that was, was before prime. she went totally pop she was like still like the country darling still america's sweetheart right yeah um i yeah this was this really was at her prime this is it's not it wasn't just one of like the highest selling songs of that year mm-hmm. in 2008 it was listed as number four mm-hmm. of the like all-time billboard top two 200 wait including pop everything 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 You're fucking kidding me i am not i will also tell you that it spent 69 weeks in the top diane? five okay. in the top five diane warren has that magic though mm-hmm. she does i don't know how but she has that magic she can write a fucking song that just immediately goes number one boom well, here, here's some more interesting information. Mm-hmm. Keep all of that in mind when I tell you what songs mm-hmm. 
Uh, because this song was nominated for an Academy Award mm -hmm. in 1997. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the other songs that were nominated in the same year. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Well, before I tell you, I'm going to just forewarn you. The song that won this year, and I think some of our listeners can probably guess. Uh, I'm trying to guess right now. The, 1997, right? The songs came out in 1997. Uh -huh. The Academy Awards, it was 1998. That is when they, they aired. Okay. One of the nominated songs happens to be my favorite Disney song <laughs> of all time is Go the Distance from Hercules. Oh. Ooh. And Michael Bolton sang it at the Academy Awards. Right. I cry every time I hear that song <laughs> in the context of the movie. Uh, just so you know. Um, then we have Miss Misery from Good Will Hunting by Elliot Smith. Oh, right to me. the heart. Miss ah. Misery, like you say you okay. do. Such a good song. Elliot Smith, amazing. Rest, the, in, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Elliot. Um... One time a guy was looking at my iPod and I, he said, he said, you have too much Elliot Smith on here for my comfort. You were like, walk out the door. It's like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Go back to your seat in Spanish class, sir. <laughs> I was a freshman in high school. Okay. Um, anyways, so we have another animated movie classic song, Journey to the Past from Anastasia. 1997 and, was lit, I told you. And the person that sang it at the Academy Awards was Aaliyah. Ooh. Ooh, that, ooh. Doesn't rest, that hurt you? Yeah, rest, rest in peace, uh, Aaliyah. Who, this is... This is dark. This is getting dark. We're coming into the light. Coming okay. into the light. Um, then we get to How Do I Live, performed by Trisha Yearwood. Stops my mind. Performed by Trisha Yearwood. At the Academy Awards. Okay. Then we get to the song that won. Uh-oh. No. Don't even tell me. I already know, but go tell the listeners. Every night in my <laughs> dreams, I see you. I feel you. Wait. My heart will go on. Right. So that, I mean, that song is on par with... The, My heart will go on. The Lee Ann Rhymes version no, no. of How Do I Live is a higher seller than My, than My Heart, heart will, will Go, go on. on. You're here, there's nothing I fear. I bet you didn't know really I could hit that good. note, did you? <laughs> That's really good. All right, Celine Mommy. Um... That's crazy. Also, R.I.P. headphone users. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, this song was huge. It, I mean, to this day, it's it's huge. It's a huge song. I don't know anybody who doesn't know this song. My heart will go. What would you do? Not my heart will go on. What would you do if you did meet someone who didn't know that song? I would just be like, where the fuck have you been? Where do you do you exist? <laughs> What are you? Are you a human? Are you just like a like an android? Are you a cracker? What are you? <laughs> are you a saltine? I just, yeah. That year was a, 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 I would like to say a repeat of songs. You would turn on the radio and just 
the same songs would play over mm-hmm. and over. And it was like, it was like, my heart will go on. How do I live? Three of those five songs I hear every time I go into a grocery store. Oh, there are definitely Kroger songs. Yeah. There, there are the Krogs. They're, they're on the those Krogs. Krogs songs. <laughs> they're on the, one might say they're on the Kroger playlist. <laughs> the rotation. The rotation. <laughs> No, I swear, I am not kidding. Every time I go get groceries in a grocery store, I haven't done this in a long time, uh-huh. COVID, but... Mask on, baby. Mask on, not like future. Um, I Face off. Mask on, face, face off. off. <laughs> um, anyways... I, I swear, if I go get groceries in a grocery store, I will hear a song from Anastasia. Yeah. Either Journey to the Past or that one song that's like, Life is a road and we're gonna get going. <laughs> See, I always hear, like, How Do I Live? Mm-hmm. And, like, Susu Studio. Oh, dang. That song. I will dance in the aisle to that song. I, I will tell you that. I. Every time. Um. Uh, we've had we've had this conversation before, but not with our listeners. Oh wait, what's my uh um uh, uh gotta give a little heart and soul. <laughs> um, just so everyone knows, I had a nervous tick with that song for about two weeks, where I listened to it nonstop, and she sang it even more than she listened to it. It was it was I could not stop singing this damn song. You couldn't. And I fear that by bringing it up now, we're I'm gonna not. I'm gonna go back into the rabbit hole. <laughs> and the worst part is, is that I got everybody else into it because yep. I could not stop listening you to this song. And now stop. I haven't listened to it since. Like yeah. it's gone. It's out of my memory. Mm-hmm. It's done. I. Yeah. For me, my my number it did what it needed for me. Yeah. My number one grocery song is without a doubt. Uh, I finally found someone by Barbara Streisand featuring Brian Adams, who I happened oh, yeah, to yeah, dedicate yeah, yeah, yeah. the last episode. The last too. episode too. Um, okay, shout Thanks. out again, Brian. Shout out, Brian. I am hey. not dedicating this one to you this no, week. No, you're not. Um, besides, you know, this movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. This movie. Say what let's just be say. honest. Has a hundred and one holes in it. Oh, this this movie is a damn slice of Swiss cheese. <laughs> but for real. Yeah. Um a- answer me this. Mm-hmm. What is John Malkovich trying to do? What's he trying to accomplish? I don't What's know, his but end he goal? I I'm going to tell you this straight up and this may ruin the end of this podcast, but John Malkovich all day long. Cyrus the virus. Have have you ever seen Being John Malkovich before? No, but let me talk about Con Air because Girl. this is this is like I always like the bad guys. You do. I always like the bad guys. This and is true. Cyrus the virus just—he's a bad guy. He does it for me. One might say he is quite literally a rebel without a cause, <laughs> in the most literal sense of that phrase. Also, his his voice. It's, it's, there's something there. I don't know what it is. Like I said, maybe I'm fucked up, but <laughs> no, it's true. Well, um, sidebar. Yeah. But like, I should have known I was going to have a thing for like Billy Corgan. 
Bruce Willis. I should have known I was going to like bald men is basically what I'm about to say. But... It all started. Okay, but hang on though. Osiris. I also find Steve. How do you say his last Buscemi? name? No. Buscemi? Oh, yeah. Steve Buscemi? Yes. I don't know what it is. It's the dead eyes. I don't know. There's something there, but like. I just remember watching this movie and being like, there's a lot of attractive men in this. That is not quite how I feel. But I was never into Nicky Cage. I never was like, oh yeah, he's he's fine. But like Steve to me, like he puts the the hot and psychotic, you know? The only person that I would even come close to saying that I find attractive in this movie Chappelle. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, well, no, because, no. Um, John Cusack. Oh, too boring. That's why I like yeah, him. Yeah, no, not, not for me. Well, he's also not a criminal. <laughs> and I, on the other hand, happen to really find myself attracted to just the good guys. Guys trying that's to, crazy. to do their job. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> not a bunch of con artists. It's smashing into airplanes. Or not, wait. Smashing smashing into into hard rock guitars. Um, I want you to know that that was real. That was a real thing (laughs) that happened. They they were like, hey, we are trying to destroy this casino anyways. Y'all want to just crash into it? Another reason why a 14-year-old singing this song (laughs) doesn't fit. Well, and like, particularly with Steve Buscemi's character... With the little girl? With the little girl. Oh. Yeah, that one bothered me. I was really into him until that that moment. But he's, like, really introspective in that moment still. And he's, like, remember he says something about his mind and he's sick. And the little girl's, like, do you take medicine? He's, like, there's not a medicine I can take for this sickness. <sighs> Why do I know so much about this movie? It's, it grabs you. I, I mean, it does something. It'll It'll grab you. <laughs> It'll get you. The The thing that got me, though, was the notes. John Malkovich notes mm-hmm. in the wall with the bomb. Yeah. That's sexy. Um, that's one word you could use. For me, it was... <laughs> it's the simple... There's, it's the simple question of... Well, no, it's not a question. It's a statement. Mm-hmm. Not a question. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage should have never been sent to prison in this film. No, he shouldn't have because he was only trying to like defend his wife, his woman, which her name was. It wasn't Trisha, but it was Tri- Tri- Teresa. I or have absolutely like that. no idea. Whatever, but, blonde uh, lady, blonde, blonde but love yeah. interest for Nick Cage. He, and then he gets put on this. The, uh, basically, <laughs> basically, they just told him they were like, "You are literally too dangerous." Yeah, your body is too dangerous. I'm telling you, though, he did this role because do you remember he was in The Rock? Yeah. Wasn't it called The Rock? Yeah. And he played that, like, kind of science nerdy dude. Uh-huh. So he was, like, he was, like, wanting to get into, like, this action adventure. Like, sh- he did his own stunts, I heard, in this mm-hmm. film. Like, I mean, he was really trying to prove himself. Um, The wife beat her still, though. Every, every damn time. I'm sure that wasn't his decision. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. This was this was a blockbuster. There are, There's more going on. So I'm sure someone else is, like, Another reason why Leanne Rhymes should, should not, not have, have this song in the, on movie. the movie. Like they they should have been, they should have thought, hmm, she's 14. We've we've read this script. Yeah, we have this awkward scene with a child and Steve, and Steve crazy Jimmy. eyes. 
Yeah. We have a character named Cyrus the Virus. Cyrus the Virus. Dave Chappelle falls out of a plane and lands on a car. Dave Chappelle kind of makes that film, though. He does. He I wonder such life to it. I wonder if he ever thinks, like, <laughs> I was in Con Air. Probably not. I would. He's on an island somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> if I were Dave Chappelle, that thought would cross my mind constantly. <laughs> I was in Con Air. He did make that movie, though. Oh. What else do we need to say? Well, I will, I'll add this. Mm-hmm. Um... The the Trisha version won more awards too. Her to me, her just I'm, I'm nothing against Leanna. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Haley. Hmm. No disrespect to Leanne no. Rhymes, but Trisha for me had so much more soul when she sang it. And when I when I hear a vocal, I want to hear heart. Like I want to hear feeling. And to me, like Leanne was just kind of phoning it in a little bit. Would Probably because she didn't have that life experience to really. Would you say that you want to hear a little bit of heart and soul? I I do. I want to hear a little bit of heart and soul. Little Leanne. Ooh, I can't. We can't keep that part. <laughs> Little Leanne. <laughs> because well, maybe it... we can. Fuck it. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So who? So who do you think saying how do I live? Do you want me to be honest with you? Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Both Leanne's and Trisha's careers somehow skyrocketed from Only this. went up because of this. Because it was the song. This it was song, the song. It was the song. Diane Warren, the gods shine on her. Yes. I am going to... Some people are going to be like, oh, this is such a cop-out. But it's Mm -hmm. how I feel. Mm -hmm. I think they both did. I think they share the song. You know what? Until we had this conversation today, I really was on the Trisha train. Me too. I was like, only Trisha. Only Trisha. Me too. But here's, okay, here's what I will say. For the purposes of the movie, Mm -hmm. It's Trisha. It's definitely Trisha. But for the purposes of just our lives, mm-hmm. living day to day, mm-hmm. not in the universe mm-hmm. that the events of Con Air happen in. Right. Because that's a whole other universe. Yeah. Um, it's both. Yeah. I, I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. Sorry if you feel like this is... A waste of fucking time. Well, no. <laughs> I think... You know, some people out there are going to be like, this is like being told in like the last episode of a series that someone wakes up like and it was lost, all a dream. Like a lost moment? No, not like lost. Lost, they were all dead. They're all dead. They're all dead and they're kind of waiting on each other to go right. to heaven. And you can hear us talk about that more on our Lost podcast. <laughs> called that we don't. Have. <laughs> yeah, called This Doesn't Exist. <laughs> we don't have. We don't have this. Um, but no, it's like that moment, but you know what? That's just this is the truth, y'all. Yeah, I think they both sang it. They I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with Trisha and Leanne Rhymes saying How Do I Live? They they share the song. They share the song. She, you know, Diane might have wrote it with Leanne in mind, mm-hmm. but Trisha came in and she just Took it and ran. Yeah. And sang at the Academy Awards. <laughs> That's just... So there you have it. 
That's, they both sang How Do I Live. They both sang How Do I Live. They both sang How Do I Live. All right. It's that special time, y'all. It's the time. It's dedication time. Dedication time. And I have a dedication that anyone who knows me personally can really see coming from a mile away. I mean, this is just obvious. It's obvious. I am dedicating this episode to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Y'all, I consider myself to be one of the foremost prominent scholars of Nick Cage. I'm going to 100% back you on this. Like, I, that one of the first times I met you, that's what you talked about was Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I have a bit of an obsession. Yeah. With... Nick Seth. One might say I am. Nick Seth. I'm you know. He is he has something I don't understand, which is why I think I'm I'm so intrigued. What did you know? I'm gonna I'm sorry, I'm interrupting your dedication. It's okay. Did you know that he has New Orleans. I know. Okay. That's that's a power move. Why don't you complete what you're saying? So he has like a, basically a tomb. It is a tomb. Reserved for him when he dies mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Isn't it in the shape, it's like in the shape of a pyramid. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of. It's a baller move. That's, I mean, that's a power move. It's a power move. Like, I. I'm going to say it's. I'm gonna disagree. Yeah, I knew you would. I'm gonna disagree. Um, I I will say I do not find Nick Cage attractive. How? I'm kidding. It was a joke. Okay, I, you really had me scared. You there, had me very no, scared. He was in that movie that was he was super hot in. Um, it was directed by David Lynch. Whatever. Okay, finish your dedication. Um, Nick. You have brought me so much joy. <laughs> you have brought me so much confusion in a good way. Um, so much life. You've brought me so much life. She is living. And I just, I want to thank you for that. Um, I, I want to thank you. Because you are... You are the king in many ways. In many ways. So, to Nicolas Cage, I dedicate this episode. Also, the movie is called Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart, okay. Um, my, my number one recommendation for a Nicolas Cage film, without question, is Vampire's Kiss. If you are out there, if you are out there and you want to see the Nicolas Cage that I'm, that I'm seeing (laughs) and that I'm talking about, go out there, get yourself some Vampire's Kiss. Because I assure you, you will never see anything like it again. All right. Do you want to know who I'm dedicating mine to? Absolutely. I'm going to go with old Stevie Boy. Okay. I'm going to go Stevie Boy, Crazy Eyes. 
One might also call him the Boosh. The Boosh. Um, I have always liked him mm-hmm. for some reason. I really enjoyed him in like Adam Sandler movies too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's something about oh, him. Steve Buscemi in The Wedding Singer. He's iconic. I'm I'm just saying there's something about him that is like twisted that I like. Yeah. And I'm for it. Mm-hmm. And I really loved, he was Garland Green in Con Air. Yeah. He played Garland Green. And I don't know. It's just that. He's got that it. Psychopath thing. He can do it. He can do it all day. I'm here for it. So I'm going to go with Stevie. Stevie. So this one's for you. Steve and Nick. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Stevie Nicks. All right, everybody, that concludes our third trace. Number three. Um, Unto Gleaton Globin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Def Leppard reference. All right. Mutt Lang's doing. Um, uh, this is going to, yeah, this is going to conclude our third episode of whatever. And never. Amen. Amen. So thank you for tuning in. Again, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, the handle is whatever and never amen. All spelled. All spelled like it sounds. Yes. And you can't uh, spell it. Like you're fucked. <laughs> Google it, man. Um, so that's about it. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. All right. There's a debate. There's a debate, y'all. <laughs> We need to come back. (laughs) The song is called How Do I Live? How do I live? Sometimes it sounds like someone saying, someone saying, how do I leave? Leave. (laughs) Which is the exact opposite of what the song is supposed to mean. So how do I leave without you? How do I leave without you is like, we're at a party. I'm trying to get get out. I can't because you drove. You're standing here chatting. I'm trying to go. I'm not going to use their bathroom. I've got to go home and use the house bathroom. How do I leave with us? <laughs> Just trying to get home somehow. Just trying to get home. <laughs> Just trying to get home. Good night. Good night. <laughs>